Hi, everyone. This is Vera Grubbs, retired member of the Brown County Hour production crew, now just freelancing. Today, I'm pleased to introduce to you Deborah Bowden, our homegrown author. She will enchant us with a horror story appropriate for the month of October. Slugs. Velvet, what are you digging at? Miss Ellie Stubbs looked over the deck railing at her cat, who continued to meow and paw at something in a hole near the foundation. She gripped the handrail, took one step at a time until she reached the ground, and tottered through the heavy summer dew toward her black cat. She gazed down into the baseball-sized hole and shuddered at the sight of a coiling and uncoiling gray slug. Ellie had removed many such creatures, both big and small, from her garden plants over the years, but she'd never seen one like this. It had black lines and yellow spots on its back. She couldn't see its head because it was buried in a tunnel, as if trying to escape the cat's attention. Good Lord, have mercy, Velvet. You get away from that thing. It's as big as my thumb and as long as my knit needles. It might be dangerous. Get away. Get away now. Ellie tried twice to push her cat away with her foot, but he was stubborn and returned both times to swatter the mollusk. His left paw was coated in thick mucus where he had touched it. Exasperated, she grabbed her cat and took him inside, then returned to examine the slimy thing. Ellie didn't think that slugs were aggressive, but this one was. She poked at it with a small twig to get a better look, and the creature attacked it. Surprised, she let go and fled into the house. Velvet sat on the kitchen table, licking at the slime on his paw when she entered, but he couldn't get it off. He just spread the mucus to his whiskers and mouth. Ellie took a washcloth, soaked it in vinegar, and been wiping his face and paw. The muck clunk to his fur, but the vinegar loosened it enough to pull it off in sticky strings, like pulling rubber glue off fingers. Velvet tried to escape the cleaning. But Ellie was afraid to let him go until the last of the slime was off. Well, I think between the two of us, we got most of that stuff off. How about a treat? Ellie hugged her cat and gave him some canned food. He ate a few bites, then vomited his food, mixed with slime. It dangled half in and half out of his mouth. He shook his head in an attempt to get it off, but vomited more of the sticky mucus was coated his mouth and nose. He couldn't breathe. She pulled it off his face and cleaned him up again. The rest of the day, she kept a close watch on him, but he didn't vomit anymore. Near sundown, Ellie took a bowl of dry food out front for a stray cat that had adopted her. He wasn't waiting by the door as usual, so she called and looked around. She spotted a lump by her daylilies and went to investigate. It was Peaches. He was dead, his mouth, nose, and paws coated in slime and vomit. Ten-inch slugs crawled over his body, feeding on his corpse. The sight sickened her. She grabbed a container of salt from her cupboard and sprinkled it on the cat and slugs. How about a little return payment, you disgusting things? I hope the salt hurts when it kills you. Ellie watched until a mollusk stopped moving. Then she brought out her kitchen tongs, wrapped in plastic to avoid the mucus, and pulled off the repulsive creatures. She threw their carcasses into the grass. She put Peaches' body in a bag and set it inside the garage. She planned to bury him come morning. She re-entered her kitchen and turned on the television so that the noise would keep her mind off peaches. It was time for her evening snack, and she was hungry. 
But when she lifted the lid off of her pot of noodle soup, the sight made her nauseous. Ellie opted for hot tea instead and decided to sit outside. She changed her mind as soon as she opened the back door. Slugs were everywhere. Two clung to the storm door. One inched its way up the brick wall on the left. Another sat on the doormat where she almost stepped. And six more crawled across the deck boards. Their trails crossed each other so many times that the floor glistened with slime. She retreated inside and slammed the door in time to catch snippets from a short news report on the slugs that had biologists concerned. It seemed that the muggy weather, mild winter, and heavy summer rainfall created the problem. There was an overpopulation of slugs, and the ones with yellow spots were the most aggressive. These weren't indigenous and may have entered the state on imported plants. However, all were dangerous. The newscasters warned people to keep their animals away from both the mollusk and their slime trails. Ellie heard 20,000 teeth capable of biting stretched 20 times their length to get through narrow openings, 10 inches long, carry 10 times their weight, and eat 40 times their weight a day. Ingesting the slugs or the slime caused vomiting and possible death. Ellie was too panicked to hear the rest. She rushed to the house looking for Velvet. He wasn't in his favorite spot, lounging on her bed under the window. She found him behind a chair. His plaintive mew told her something was wrong, but she didn't know if he was sick or scared. He seemed healthy, but tense. Knowing he hadn't eaten anything since morning, Ellie tempted him with a piece of chicken, his favorite food, but he wouldn't eat. When she tried to hold him, he wiggled away and ran to the window, pawed at the curtains. What's wrong with you? Do you want to look out? I won't let you out, so that's out. It's not going to happen. Velvet mewed over and over. He poked his head behind the material and pounded on the windowpane with both paws in rapid succession, claws beating a frantic clack, clack, clack on the glass. Ellie pulled back the curtain over her bed and gasped. Slugs covered the screen. Two had already oozed through the screen to the glass itself and were testing the window frame. Velvet, you knew. They're trying to get in the house. She rushed from window to window. Slugs were on all the screens. She turned on the outside lights. Slugs covered the glass and front porch. Ellie grabbed her cell phone to call 911. It took her several tries as her shaking fingers could not hit the right numbers. I wish I'd set this thing up so I only had to hit one button. It's ringing, Velvet, it's ringing. I hope they believe me and not laugh at me. Just cause I'm old? No, the police didn't laugh. They told her their phones were ringing nonstop and they couldn't respond to all the emergencies. Things are pretty aggressive, ma'am. Stay away from them as they bite and they eat flesh. We think they crossbred with some foreign species, maybe a ghost slug. They eat flesh. In the last 24 hours, they've attacked four locals, and one man is reported dead. Pets are especially vulnerable. We have over 60 dead right now from slime suffocating them. Do not allow your cat or dog to eat them as they will vomit the slime. Should I leave? I don't have any family to go to. Leaving won't help. We have a statewide infestation and other areas are reporting problems, too. Only cold weather will drive them underground to hibernate. Right now, only salt will kill them. I think they're trying to get into my house. Why? Why? I don't want to alarm you, ma'am, but they could be after a pet if you have one. Or you. Food is food. Well, you have alarmed me. What can I do? Make sure all your doors and windows are closed tight and put salt on the windows. 
It would be safer to stay awake tonight rather than sleep. Keep checking any possible openings, including drains. If it don't have salt, smash any that get in, but don't let your hand or foot touch the slime. Keep all pets away. What do you mean don't sleep? For how long? These things are nocturnal and will hide come daylight when the dew dries off. Then I suggest you stock up on salt, if you can find any in town, and cover your yard and all inside areas. We've had exterminators working around the clock since yesterday, spraying salt on buildings. Crop dusters arrive tomorrow to spray from the air. You can do this also if you have a sprayer. I have one in the garage, but I can't get to it, and I don't have much salt. Can anyone come help me or bring me some salt? I'm disabled, and I'm 74. I'm sorry, ma'am, but we're overextended right now. You're on your own, at least for tonight. Good luck. Ellie put down her phone and picked up her cat. I don't know what to do, Velvet. I poured a lot of her salt on peaches. I don't have much to put around all the places, he said. I'll do what I can. Maybe a thin line will keep him away from a night. I'm going to pour salt water all over your fur, so don't hate me. I don't know what I'd do if I lost you. Ellie filled a spray bottle with salt water. She sprayed around the windows, doors, and drains. Then she sprayed both Velvet and herself. I'm so tired, Velvet. I've got to sleep a little bit, but I think we're safe. I'm going to barricade us in a chair and put salt all around the chair and on the floor. I'm putting a leash on you so you'll stay in my arms when I sleep. Ellie dozed off. She mumbled, Salt itches, doesn't it, baby? Velvet meowed as if an answer and closed his eyes. He didn't sleep. His ears swiveled, listening for any sound. Ellie had forgotten about the dryer vent. It was low to the ground on the outside wall by the deck. Only a thin, flexible aluminum hose separated it from the dryer. And slugs have 27,000 teeth.